This is the podcast by the Straits Times. Hello and welcome to Life Picks, a weekly podcast by the Straits Times, where we highlight the best films, concerts, restaurants, and arts events. I'm Melissa Sim, deputy editor of Life, and with me today is Boon Chan. Hello, Boon. Hi. Boon covers entertainment, and we have Ong Sofen, who covers culture and the arts. Hi, Sofen. Hi, everyone. And we have Hedy Koo, who covers food. Hi, everyone. I'm hungry, <laughs> as usual, <laughs> <laughs> as always. Okay, so let's start with Boon. Boon has an interesting Mando Pop album to introduce to us today. Yes, that's right. So, for all you out there who are fans of Soda Green, this Taiwanese band who has released a lot of acclaimed music, mm-hmm. its frontman Wu Qingfeng is finally putting out his debut solo album. Wow, okay. So, the band has been around for quite a while. I think they released their first album back in 2005. And their last album as a group was in 2015. Mm. Yeah, so I mean, after that, they sort of like took a hiatus. People are doing their own things. And I think people have been waiting for this album for quite a while. It took him quite a long time. I think, yeah. And I guess the interesting thing is, in the meantime, he had released some singles. Okay. Including this one called Everybody Woohoo, which was <laughs> a radio hit. Um, but the thing is that quite a few of the singles that he did are not on the album. So he approached the album as its own thing. And I think it's worth exploring. It's called uh, Spaceman. Okay. Yeah. And is there I, a theme? Is there a space theme? There, there is definitely a space theme going uh-huh. on here. I think this thing about exploration, adventure, mm. and you can hear that in the music as well. Mm-hmm. There are space-themed ones like um, Space, Spaceman, and there's one um, up-tempo track called The Carnival in Babel, yeah, which shows a different aspect to him and his songwriting. Let's hear that one right now. Okay, cool. Very upbeat song. Also has a very interesting video, which are full of color and yes, pop definitely art. eye-catching. And I think he would definitely be fun to catch live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because You've I've caught seen the band live, right? Yes, that's right. And often it can turn into a bit of a variety show, mm-hmm. you know, as Qingfeng will go off and whether he's teasing the other band members or, you know, going on as anecdotes. He is quite a treat live. Wow. Sounds <laughs> yes. like a very charismatic performer. Yes, definitely. Okay, he writes and produces and sings. So, like yeah, he writes musician. music, he writes the lyrics, yes, and he sings. Okay, great. Sounds like a great concert and a great album to check out. So if you'd like to check that out, Boon, give us the title again. The title of the album is Tai Kong Ren, Spaceman. Wonderful. Sofen, tell us where you've been recently and what is this exhibition all about? Okay, on the 10th floor of the National Library is this absolutely massive new exhibition. Hmm. It's called On Paper, Singapore Before 1867. And it's got like more than 150 paper-based artefacts. That sounds very cheap, but it actually basically <laughs> means it's just old papers. Mm-hmm. It's got maps and sketches and paintings and old wills. And one of the biggest attractions is actually the actual Anglo-Dutch Treaty. Mm. That's the that's the big red velvet bound thing with gold tassels and things. <laughs> <laughs> Has that ever been on display before? It's been on display, I think, in other countries, but I think it's the first time it's come here. It actually belongs to the Netherlands. Oh. So this item is actually on loan from the National Archive of the Netherlands. Interesting, okay. Yeah, but I think there are also very accessible items there. 
I was reading this very long caption with this really hilarious story about how Pearls Hill got its name. Mm-hmm. So I had no idea that it was actually originally called Stamford Hill. Mm-hmm. So the place was actually bought up by this English captain called James Pearl. And he went around buying it off of like the local traders and stuff. Then he built a house on it and he called it Stamford Hill mm-hmm. in honour of Sir Stamford Raffles. Right. But then Sir Stamford Raffles found out and he got into a tizzy, confiscated the land because he said that James Pearl did not ask for permission. Yeah. So James Pearl got into a tizzy too and fired off all these like complaints to all the colonial <laughs> administrators and said, I actually legally bought this from all the local people. Then when he finally got his land back, he got into a myth and he renamed it Pearls Hill. And that's how it got its name. Yes, and I think things like this should be taught in schools. Yeah, it's so interesting. <laughs> Far more entertaining than other boring things. Right. And Boon, you've been to this exhibition as well, right? Yeah, I had some time to kill in the area and mm. I remembered that Sofen had written about it. So I thought, hey, let's go check it out. Yeah. And I think I was quite impressed by the scale of it. Yes, mm. because there's so many items. I think you need a long time in the hall itself to explore everything. That's right. So budget about one and a half hours if you're a slow reader maybe two or two (laughs) and a half hours there's a lot of captions and things to read I mean there are just like bits and bobs of fascinating you know information that might appeal to the capo in one for example Mm. if you want to know what people might have owned in um, the early times there was a will of someone who had died and his family had gotten the lawyers to drop his possessions Uh so you can peer into that Mm. (laughs) and see what was in that do you remember? It was quite a long and yeah. disparate list. I think textiles and oh, things. Okay. Yeah. So very important, very yeah. rich and um, <laughs> yeah. expensive textiles were part of this. I assume, yes. yes. It's a great yeah. illustration of our history in terms of like how multi-ethnic and multicultural mm. we've always been. Because mm-hmm. the will section has got English legal documents, but there are all these footnotes that are in other languages. There's one with footnotes in Jawi. There's mm. one that's got Tamil writing because it was a Tamil person who had died. Mm-hmm. And then there's also another one with like Mandarin writing because it was a Great. Chinese person. That's really cool. Okay, when is this on? People have got lots of time because it's on until March 22nd next year. Okay, so you can mm. keep going back as well. Yes, so you break up the history lesson <laughs> Every into time tiny bites. there for a show, you can yeah. go and... Oh. <laughs> go spend five minutes yeah. and read up on one item. Read up and then mm. go for your show. Okay, so that's at the National Library Board's... Uh... The National Library Building. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so that's at the National Library building on the 10th floor and the exhibition is called On On Paper, Paper, Singapore Before 1867. Okay, great. Now, moving on to the food. Hedy, we're all hungry. Tell us what we can have for lunch tomorrow. Oh, you can go down to Professor Braun Bistro at 20 Lingkuk Baru. It's at the Enabling Village. Uh, It's the academy block. So turn right once you're past the main gate. Mm -hmm. Uh, Don't make the same mistake as I did, turning left and finding no food there. (laughs) So the nearest MRT is Red Hill. Mm -hmm. And it's the third outlet under the Autism Resource Centre, which is a social enterprise with a mission to help adults with special needs to get job opportunities. Right. And some of the items I picked out are cream of mushroom soup. That's Mm -hmm. $6.90. Prices are all net there. Okay. Uh, and then there's grilled chicken with truffle sauce, thirteen ninety. Okay. And also the all day breakfast set, fifteen fifty net again. And this is unique to this outlet for the time being, but eventually it'll be available at the other outlets. So these three items they sound well quite ordinary, like, you know. Yeah, when a bit I, run of mill, yes. Yeah, when I saw the menu I was like mm. 
why am I here? Okay, I'm uh-huh. a nice ambience. But when the food arrived, it changed my mind. Mm-hmm. Because the cream of mushroom soup, I don't usually order this. I avoid this item, you know, at other uh, bistros or restaurants. Because, you know, usually it's from the can. Or like, you know, <laughs> that creamy... Campbell's mush. cream of mushroom. Yes. I'm not naming names. You did, not me. I didn't say anything. Campbell, if you still want to sponsor me, I'll still consider it. Um, but, but in this case, right... I think it's hand-chopped, you know. Mm. Yeah, and I was really fascinated because, look, if I'm going to cook this, I'm not going to hand-chop it myself. No, thank you. You know, mm. I'm not going to be standing around playing with the knife like this, you know. I mean, that's what blenders are for. <laughs> and then you get your, yeah, they blended, hand-blended. So you they know? told you hand specifically this is hand-chopped cream of mushroom soup. No, they didn't tell me. I was asking them because I was so deeply impressed at the texture mm-hmm. of the soup and because it, it was really nicely chopped and I was thinking wow the person I thought it was blender so I thought wow whoever held the blender has a very good timing you know it was so much precision that you know they must have been watching the blender very closely the okay. texture but no it was hand chopped so I was like wow okay, so you get chunky bits as well it's not this it's like evenly chopped oh evenly oh, wow. chopped and you're right bits. about okay. the chunky bits yes you're right because they reserve some of the mushroom to use as a topping okay. once they have ladled the soup into the bowl so a lot of attention to, to detail, detail. Mm-hmm. And uh, certainly something that you'll appreciate if you like that sort of thing, you know. If, if you like real cream of mushroom soup and Great. not something from the can. And you said the ambiance? Oh yeah, it's very bright and airy, you know. The, mm-hmm. the windows, you know. And then light is flooding in. It feels like a very brunch kind of place. But I don't think they are open on Sundays. And uh, probably not overcrowded. You know, it's not officially open yet. It opens officially on the 21st of October. Okay. But there was quite a crowd even at lunchtime. And I think it's the kind of place that you'll really like to go in the middle of a work week. Get some of your nice colleagues with you. Because you get that kind not of... nice colleagues at work. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Even if they're not nice, you know, the food will, like, it's enough to distract you and... Yeah, it's like but escaping from work. Yes, so you it is. you feel like you're in another place. Correct, correct. It's not just from work because it's really, you know, there are plants around, mm. you know, it's a lot of greenery. It's very... Even the air feels fresh, although it's in the middle of Lingkok Baru. Um, <laughs> you get, like, the whitewashed walls and that kind of thing. And then mm. the windows and then sunlight. You just feel happy like, when you're there. Okay. Uh, especially because it's air-conditioned inside. <laughs> you could go outside. Yeah, but it's basically a very nice environment. And then you should also eat the grilled chicken with truffle because it's... Yeah, I'm not into the truffle sauce thing, but this one, they balanced it very beautifully. And the important thing is that when you bite into the chicken, it's so crispy. <laughs> I can still hear it ringing in my ears now. <laughs> It's so crispy and it's pan fried. She's suddenly it's gone oily. a bit zen. I know, she? right? <laughs> yeah. Now we need it's a crispy crackle. We need some here. ASMR sound yeah. effects. Yeah. <laughs> and, and not just that. And even though it's lunchtime, I seriously recommend that you try the all day breakfast set because those eggs so beautifully scrambled. <laughs> I'm just lost. She has this like pause. Reverential silence. And then goes into this quiet ASMR voice. Even, right, the sausages, right, were nicely fried. So they were not overcooked. You know, I hate overcooked sausages. It's so nicely fried. And then even like, I think you get some stir-fried mushroom. You know, they stir-fry in some dried herbs. Even that was so nice. Got it. Okay. Oh my god. It sounds lovely. That's it. We're all going tomorrow. Yes. Okay. So that is what is it called again, please, Adi? Professor Bron Bistro at the Enabling Village. It's third and newest outlet. Okay, wonderful. So those are some things to check out this week. Till the next episode of Life Picks, go to the Straits Times for our gigs picks, food picks, arts picks, and film picks. Thanks. That was an SPH podcast by the Straits Times.
Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times and The Business Times online.